1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Joining us now, Mark Grody, our good buddy down there with the Chicago Bears. Sideline reporter, 6'7 to the score, insider as well. Find him at Mark Grody Sports on Twitter. Mark, how you been?
3: I'm doing well, Bill. Bears and uh, Packers coming off a loss, getting ready to meet at, uh, at your place on Sunday.
2: So you tell me, because Matt LaFleur said it's not a big deal for the young guys to understand the history of the rivalry between these two teams. I personally think that any player playing in a, in a franchise where you have a severe rival, a fierce rival with somebody, should understand what the rivalry is all about so they understand why their fandomonium is so high. Do you feel that same, or do you think that it's no big deal with players today?
3: Here's what it is with me, and I, I've come to sculpt this opinion through the years with the Bears-Packers rivalry, I love it when they do get it and they do feel it and they are genuine about it when they, you know, they heard about it and they're into it. But I've learned that it's just not possible to force rivalries on young players in the NFL, especially like young players who played at big-time colleges where their whole life up to that point had been about their college rivalry and the college that they chose this is the team that they've been placed on so i would feel like maybe if a player's been on the bears let's say five years and then they start to realize it and i kind of have a higher expectation for them to to get it to feel it to realize it but i i give the young players a pass and give them big time bonus points, because we had kind of the same thing yesterday. Darnell Mooney, the Bears rookie wide receiver, was on with us in Zoom and somebody asked him about the you know the magnitude of not only the game but then the rivalry. And he, he definitely poo pooed the rivalry. He said, "Yeah you know I've, I've heard about how big it is, but he said, really, this is just the next game for us. And I've, I've become conditioned to hearing that and, and to some degree getting it until they've been around a little bit longer. Uh, that being said, the X's and
2: O's. Who's quarterbacking on Sunday?
3: <laughs> I I'm gonna I'm leaning Mitchell Trubisky, but I can't say that for sure. I mean the 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 signs are starting to point Trubisky for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think that at this point he gives you a better chance to survive the pressure that every team is going to bring, and in this case, I promise you. Your Packers will be bringing a little bit more heat, just because the Bears' offensive line right now is vulnerable. That's what teams have been doing. That's what teams should do to the Bears. And Nick Foles has been flat out bad at getting away from the pressure. And, I, and look, I get it. Like Nick, that's never been Nick Foles' trick as a quarterback. He's never been one to get away from pressure. But he has been—he has become completely frazzled when there's pressure. Like he—he's—he's he's throwing. He's inaccurate under pressure. He is running out of bounds um he is just he just he can't he he just has no control when teams are coming at him Trubisky the one thing that he did do well in the times that he was allowed to be a starter for the Bears over the last two years was use his feet so I think for that reason they'd be leaning Trubisky they still don't know who is healthy um so we're going to find out about that the other reason that um very possible that Trubisky is starting because at least yesterday the Bears had a very light practice yesterday so it's really hard to base an opinion on that but Trubisky was the the guy out there throwing yesterday and the time that we were allowed to watch our reporters are allowed to watch Nick Foles was not present so I think that that has some meaning to it but we're going to learn more tomorrow probably.
2: The run game for the Bears has been almost non-existent. I thought it would be better this year. Has it just been the fact that the offensive line has just been that bad?
3: It's a forever problem, Bill, under Matt Nagy, unfortunately. And I hate to give an answer like this because this is the answer we always get from Matt Nagy. It's a little bit of everything. Um, The offensive line – because this is the same as it was last year, same as it was in – even when the Bears won 12 games in 2018 – the Bears could not get a run game going. Remember, it was way back then, it felt like so long ago, it was Jordan Howard. And they just the Bears would win games, and we'd talk to Matt Nagy on Monday, and everybody would be excited. And then the last two or three questions would be like, okay, what the hell happened to the run game? So it's been a scheme issue. It has been um, this offensive line just actually not being good at run blocking. And then this year, well, and even last year, to some degree, was Kyle Long and that injury and that ongoing injury saga. Uh, but this year, there are injuries and ineffective. And this year, without your right tackle for the, you know, for the foreseeable future in Bobby Massey, Cody White here was down for a couple of weeks. You were thrown in rookies. You're, uh, you know, Arlington Hambright, and then a second year guy Alex Barr starting at center for the first time in his football life, not just his NFL life. So everybody's been kind of out of position, injured, or just not that great on the offensive line this year, um, you know, I think David Montgomery when given a chance to run this year has looked better than he was last year, but he's still, does, you know, he's, he's not a guy that has breakaway classic speed by any means either. And he's still a young player who is still learning the scheme with new coaches and all that kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a big uh, combination of issues that has forever plagued Matt Nagy's running game. Talking
2: with uh, Mark Grody, Chicago Bears sideline reporter and 670 The Score insider. You talk about Matt Nagy. One of the things that we say here is, Matt Nagy, don't worry about it because he's the smartest guy in the room and he's always going to screw it up. It seems like, I mean, whenever you give up play calling, I mean, I remember when Mike McCarthy did this because he missed something and then was embarrassed because he didn't know the answer after the game, and so he said he's giving up play calling. When you start to give up play calling and you start to change who you are and the way you dictate to your team, to me, that signifies the beginning of the end. If this team continues the free fall in the wrong direction, is Matt Nagy, uh, is he uh, quick to find the door uh, at the end of this season, your thought?
3: I, you know, I First of all, i answer the, the latter part. I don't think he's going to lose his job this year unless it goes colossally wrong in these last – I mean, as it gets blown out in these final six games of the year. And I definitely get what you're saying about giving up play calling. But this was, I think to some degree, it might work in in the opposite direction for Matt Nagy, as in he hated having to do this. He did not want to give up play calling. As he said to us, he said it three times during our Zoom call with him when he dropped his bomb on us. He said, I love play calling, and he repeated it. And so you didn't have to ask follow-up questions to know how much this guy hated having to give up the play calling, and he did it because it's just another way to show accountability to his players and to the organization. And the one thing, Bill, that Matt Nagy has been really good at that hasn't gone away, because everything's changed since 2018 when they won 12 games. Nothing is what we thought it was. But the one thing that Matt Nagy has always had is, for the most part, command of the locker, respected the players. They like the guy. They like him. And he's been a good leader of men and that whole part. So he's good at being the captain of all three phases. And now that he doesn't have his face buried in a play sheet on game day, he could actually, you know, get in front of other players on offense, on special teams, and on defense, as opposed to just working through those plays that he has on his chart. So I think that this actually – him giving up a little bit of power might help him. And then the other part too, is that this is not necessarily forever. I mean, we had to ask him again about this Packers game, you know, are, is, is Bill Lazor, the offensive coordinator still going to call plays? And he kind of hemmed it hard and then um, made her you know, kind of eventually said, yeah, he, he probably will without, I don't think he ever gave a, a definitive yes, but you could tell it was a yes, but I, I think it's still game to game. Uh, my guess is that Nagy will concede the play calling for the rest of this year and then probably take the reins back next year. And look, Laser has some sort of revelation, and they put up 40 on the Packers.
2: The, uh, the, the other question I have for you, defensively speaking, we all know this is a defense that, you know, you, you couple this with a really good offense, and you're probably talking about a championship-style team. At what point does the defense, if at all, have you seen anybody get frustrated just to say, "What are we doing? We're just out here beating our brains out, and and this offense sucks, for lack of a better term."
3: Yeah, I mean, from my view on the sideline, I do pay attention to all of that stuff during Bears home games when I'm when we're still allowed to be <laughs> at the games, and I'm still allowed to be, you know, about ten yards away from the Bears sideline. Yeah, I mean, you can see it in body. I mean, nobody's getting. There's no, not that I know of, no conflict, you know, individually between offensive defensive players, but yeah, like for instance, last week, Khalil Mack makes an interception. He gets it into, um, into Minnesota territory and the bears are in position to hopefully do something big. And before you knew it, Tyro Santos, the the bears kicker was out on the field and they're going for three as opposed to six while the defense is still finishing their high fives. And they're still kind of trying to collect their breaths and uh, from their excitement. And then they're back on the field. So, you know, I, I I noticed that kind of stuff and they're, you know they're grabbing their helmets and they're right back out there and they're troopers about it and they say all the right things, but it's got to irritate the hell out of them. I mean, at some point, in time, yeah. I mean, the the Bears defense is, you know, they're not as they're not elite. I don't think like they were in 2018 and maybe for a few games last year, but they're really good and it it's got a sting that the Bears defense could put constantly put the offense in position to succeed and win. And then they don't. They're not able to do it. So yeah, I think of course that 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 will that's going to have an effect. It's going to weigh on a defense, and it has from what I've seen from the Bears players.
2: Mark, great stuff. Uh, appreciate it. Stay safe. Have an enjoyable Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Okay, pal. All
3: right, Bill. You too. Happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody over there.
2: Appreciate it. There you go. Mark Grody, Chicago Bears sideline reporter, 670 The Score Insider. You can find him on Twitter at Mark Grody Sports. That's Mark Grody Sports. Joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. They've been doing it 85-plus years. They've been doing it in business. Call them. If you're looking for a job, you're looking for a new team to go to, call them. 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE to go to SchneiderJobs.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.